Welcome to the Natural Health Podcast, where we bring awareness of sustainable health in the business hustle space. The Natural Health Podcast is perfect for the high-performing, business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for What Would I Do? In today's episode of the Natural Health Podcast, we discuss this week's question. All questions are kept confidential. I read them and answered it as if it was me. Hence why it's called What Would I Do Wednesday? The information provided is not to be taken as advice and is solely for information purposes only. I'm not here to cure, treat, or provide medical advice. I'm here to educate and inform you so you're able to take steps towards optimal health. Please discuss any medical issues or healthcare changes with your healthcare professional. Let's get into today's question. This question I get asked all the time. I get asked all, all the time, especially by my female followers. Okay, so the question is, I just got back from the doctors and they told me my iron is low. What do I do now? What an absolutely great, great question. I only have 10 minutes to answer this question, but I think I should do a long podcast on iron deficiency, right? Because it is such a hot topic for us females, even males. It's a very hot topic in regards to iron deficiencies, right? So let's first look at low iron, right? So iron deficiency occurs when your body doesn't have enough of the mineral iron, which kind of makes sense, right? Your body needs iron to make hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a protein in red blood cells that enables them to carry oxygen around the body, which kind of makes sense. If you have low iron, you may have oxygen issues where you can't breathe, you have shortness of breath, and you don't have energy because there's not much oxygen around, right? If your body doesn't have enough hemoglobin, your tissues and muscles won't get enough oxygen to be able to work effectively. And this is le- this, this leads to anemia, right? Although there are so many different types of anemia, iron deficiency anemia is the most common worldwide, right? Common causes of iron deficiency include, but are not limited to, these include, but not limited to, actually not taking enough iron in your diet, right? So not having enough iron intake. The other one is inflammatory bowel disease, increased iron requirements such as during pregnancy or blood loss through heavy periods or internal bleeding, right? So this is interesting and we'll go more into it. But I thought I'll just give a little bit of an outline before we go into the questions and what I will do. So anemia is a deficiency in number of the size of the red blood cells resulting in a decrease of hemoglobin, like I mentioned, which is the iron-containing protein that carries oxygen and a reduced amount of oxygen circulates around the organs and the tissues. So just repeating that, so just it kind of sinks in and it kind of makes a little bit of sense, right? Why is anemia caused? Besides the things that I mentioned above, iron deficiency anemia develops when dietary intake of iron is insufficient, right? Because of an instance of iron loss, including blood loss or dietary malabsorption, that's a key one, or when physiological requirements exceed the body's absorptive ability. So your body may need a lot more than you can actually absorb, right? Why? This is interesting. Why does that happen? Yeah. Iron deficiency anemia classically presents with decreased hemoglobin, microcystic red blood cells and decreased iron stores. This is why it's key what your doctor actually tested you for, right? Anemia is a chronic disease, occurs in a setting of chronic infections or chronic inflammation. That's what it falls under. 
megablastic anemia results from a deficiency of vitamin B12 or folate, which is B9, leading to unusually large or defective red blood cells. Hemolytic anemia arises when the lifespan of red blood cells, which is normally 120 days, shortens. Anemia occurs when the rate of destruction exceeds the rate of new production. So that's what's happening inside of your body, right? But now you went to the doctor and you have low iron, but do you have the following the following signs of anemia, headaches, paleness, shortness of breath, dizziness, heart palpitations, dry, damaged hair and skin fatigue, um, poor endurance, difficulty concentrating, intolerance to cold, restless leg syndrome, alopecia in females, pickier, which means it's kind of like you're craving or eating unusual items, like you're craving something unusual, such as dirt or something along those lines. Um, in infants, they may be lethargic or irritable and poor feeders, right? Key drivers for low iron, this is why I need to do a long video and I'm just going to skim over this one now just so you get an understanding is nutrition deficiencies including iron, uh, vitamin B12 and folate, right? The common drivers of anemia. Key, 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 right? Remember that. The other one is blood loss, menstrual loss, right? It contributes to iron deficiency by depleting iron stores, right? Iron loss is also influenced by gastrointestinal blood loss that may be a result from oligogastric or cholinergic malignancy, gastritis, peptic ulceration, inflammatory bowel disease, diverticulosis, or polyps, right? In, and chronic use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, NSAIDs, further exhibit exhibit the gastrointestinal blood loss by stimulating intestinal erosions and impairing platelet function. This is why it's key to actually understand what's happening, not just that you have low iron, right? The other one, a chronic driver is chronic disease such as um, chronic diseases because of the inflammation that may occur uh, when stimulated. So was what this is saying in a sense of chronic diseases cause low um, iron, iron remains trapped inside the cells in the form of ferritin, causing ferritin levels to appear normal or elevated incidence of chronic disease-associated anemia. That may be a cause also. The other one is malabsorption. These are just some key ones, right? Malabsorption. Gastric acid is required to release iron from food. So you need acid to get your iron. But if you're taking a lowering acid proton pump inhibitors, things that would lower your acid, what will that do? May cause malabsorption for your iron. What is your HCL level like, right? So this is why it's also prevalent in the elderly, uh, low iron. But let's get into some questions. Oh, I've only got like five minutes to go. Let's get into some questions, smash it in there. The questions that I would first ask is, are you on any medication such as non-steroid um, inflammatory, so such as um, ibuprofen and so forth? Are you taking anything along those lines? Are you taking proton pump inhibitors, which are lowering your lowering your HCL, which means you may not be able to absorb your iron. Are you on any medication, right? This is what you need to understand. Are you a vegan? Are you a vegetarian? Do you have kidney disease? Do you have thalassemia, which is an inhibited impairment of hemoglobin production in which there is partial or complete failure to synthesize a specific type of globin chain, right? Which may cause low iron. Do you have sickle cell anemia? Are you pregnant? Do you have celiac disease? Do you have any other chronic inflammatory conditions, right? Have you got your 
B9 folate and B12 tested, what are those levels like? Do you have heavy menses? Do you have a heavy period? Do you have any other blood loss internally, such as polyps, irritable bowel syndrome, um, ulcers, and so forth, that you may be bleeding internally, you may not actually know. Do you have any other chronic diseases? Did you get your whole panel tested, which include iron, ferritin, saturation, hemoglobin, mean cell volume, red blood cell, count B12, B9, turtle iron biting capacity? This, or did your doctor or healthcare professional only test your iron? You need to get the whole picture. Are you getting the whole picture? What is the reason your doctor told you is your low iron? Is it that you're not eating enough? Did they tell you, is it because you're not eating enough meat? Is it because your menses is heavy? Is it because you're vegan, you're vegetarian? Is it because you have a chronic condition? Is it because you're polyps? What is the reason why your healthcare professional told you your iron is low? Because you have may have low iron, but why, my question is, why is your iron low? Are you not absorbing it? Are you having probably enough of those iron foods, but you're just not absorbing them properly, right? Are you on supplements? Are you taking any iron supplements? When are you taking them? How much are you taking, right? Are you a heavy coffee or tea drinker? Because this can hinder your absorption, right? These are some of the questions. There's so many other questions, but I'm, I'm, I'm rushed with time, so I'm just trying to smash it all in there. What would I do? What would Mahela do if I went to the doctor and my doctor said, hey, uh, Mahela, your iron's low. The first thing I would do is check what they actually tested me for. Did they do the whole panel? Did I get iron? Did I get ferritin? Did I get total binding capacity? Did I get my B12? Did I get my B9? Did I get my hemoglobin? Did I get a mean cell volume? Did I get all red blood cells? Did I get hemoglobin? Did I get all that tested, right? I would first look at that. Did I get all that tested? And, and then I would work with someone who understands these numbers to understand what is actually happening, right? The other thing that I would do is I'll find out if I was pregnant, right? If you're a female, find out if you are pregnant. The other one, find out if you have celiac disease because celiac disease, iron deficiency anemia is a common presentation associated with celiac disease, right? Due to the mucosal damage that's caused in the small intestine, which affects the absorption, right? Which is the key to get these iron absorbed. And maybe due to celiac disease, right? How much gluten do you eat? Are you sensitive to gluten? Do you have celiac, right? I would then I would, what I'll do is I'll find out if I have sickle cell anemia then I'll find out if I have thalamusemia I would ensure I would have adequate B9 and B12 levels including on the test and then if I don't make sure that I supplement with food and supplements to get those levels up the other thing that I would do is I would avoid dairy which I already do but just making sure I do that. Casein and high calcium levels contained in dairy product can inhibit iron absorption. This is key for you to know. In addition, individuals sensitive to cow milk products are susceptible to gastrointestinal irritation, which can compromise digestion, nutrient absorption, contribute to iron loss or not being absorbed enough, right? I would avoid I would avoid tea, coffee, wine, cacao with meals because these are absolutely amazing. They're filled with polyphenols in these, but, but the thing is they inhibit the absorption of iron, right? With black tea, most effective in reducing iron absorption. So even if I'm having my iron supplements and then I have my coffee or my tea, no, that, that can't go together because it's just a waste, right? It is an absolute waste. You need to ensure that you're not having iron foods or your iron supplements with these, right? In addition to that, I would avoid combining phylates and fiber-rich foods with with iron because they will they would they would compete, right? These include beans, right? Beans, seeds, nuts, grains, these are filled with phytates, which are absolutely amazing for our body. But 
they will compete with iron and they will win, which means iron won't get in the way, right? So this is really important to understand. And if you do eat meat, I would ensure that this is cooked properly, that it's like um, to the state of its fibers being open to the state of that you can just like it melts in your mouth in a sense, right? Um, not the raw, not the raw type of meat, because because the assistance of the cooked one helps with the iron absorption in your body. So the what I would do is I would eat iron-rich foods, ensure that my diet is filled with iron-rich foods, but make sure that these iron-rich foods are away from phytates and away from polyphenols, which can be hard. And this is why you need to work with a healthcare professional to ensure you get it on point. Then I would take supplements if I need to. I would take supplements the right dosage at the right time, right, with the right type of um programming place so what that kind of looks like is depending on your digestive system and how it affects it is at night every second night a dosage that is right for myself depending on my levels every second night at night time away from food so it's and other supplements so it's just the iron there um, able to assist and if you get the right supplement it will have cofactors in there that would assist with the absorption all right there you have it i hope i shed lots of light on this question i love this question and i'm actually going to do a large podcast on iron and how important it is for our body function so you understand how actually important it is to ensure that your iron levels are on point i have been there i've had low iron and i'm in the middle of it right now in the middle of increasing my iron and i can feel the difference i can feel the energy i can feel the difference already well i hope i shed some light to your question anyone listening who may have the issue of low iron. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at mahela.raguz on Instagram and I'll be in touch with you and hopefully be able to answer your question via the Natural Health Podcast. Remember, you're not alone in the journey to optimal health. I'm here to assist you and make your journey a pleasant one. Until next Wednesday, love you.